What up, what up? This is Compas Unfiltered, and I'm your host, Checo. It's your co-host, Noe. What up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We actually have a raffle going on right now. This is going to be the last podcast before we announce the winner, uh, May 28th. We'll probably go uh, live on Facebook and announce the winner, do the whole raffle thing. Uh, a lot of you guys are liking the videos, our pictures, whatever, when we post about the raffle, man, but you guys are not sending in them screenshots. So... Whoever does send in those screenshots, you got to send a screenshot for um, that you're subscribed to the YouTube, you're following us on Instagram, and that you like the Facebook page. Uh, once you do that, you're entered into the raffle free. It's Una Hora de la Cristalera, um, paid by Noe. Always, bro, you know? Always. Hey, some of my cousins from out of state uh, screenshot and sent it in. Hey, man, if y'all get it, if y'all win, hey, party at my house, man. Cristalera at the crib. We could do that. <laughs> hey, I could do that. <laughs> Yay. All right, man. So today we have a special guest. It's part of our um, podcast family, como dicen las muchachas. Este, yeah. y me da gusto tenerla aquí. We're going to be chopping it up and uh, finding out more about her. And definitely you got to subscribe to her. You know, you got to follow her as well. So welcome, Paola. From well, for real, welcome. for real. <laughs> Hi. Thank, thank you, for, you for having me. Thank you for coming to Compas Unfiltered. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. No, thanks. We've already had a nice little conversation. Thanks, Yeah, guys. we, we kind of we kind of started early, pero right that we got to we got to get going with the podcast. Um, <laughs> That's my curse. <laughs> so so for our listeners, because like I said, I really want them to subscribe to you, to listen to you, to follow you. Um, I think you're on all audio platforms so like Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcast. Uh, it's called For Real, For Real. It's uh, it's you and uh, Sarah, correct? Yes. That's, that's her mm-hmm. name. So, the, more about uh, your podcast. How did you guys start? Whose idea was it? I think you guys started a couple a while, years ago, yeah. right? Yeah, you guys, you guys so, beat everybody else to the game. So, I've been on this. It's been about three years now, but it's really kicked off. I don't know. Right after January, I decided to just just I I. There was like a new life put into it. Before that, uh, I listened to podcasts avidly. I love podcasts. I listened to like crime, uh, true crime. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, it really hit an all-time high. There was like a bunch of podcasts, uh, My Favorite Murder. There was just a bunch of them that were just investigating everything, and especially things from the 90s. Even right now, they're huge. Which one's your favorite? Uh, Podcast? Uh, Yeah. Uh, my favorite, my favorite murder was really good. There was another one called um, Sword and Scale, just because I'm a research person, and um, they really go deep into court files. And <clears throat> if there was audio, they would play it, just factual but entertaining. So you got yeah. the actual stuff, and a lot of the stuff that we would hear when we were kids, like a lot of. Um, do you remember like Homie the Clown? Yep. And you know that just got. St- like bigger than life and it just brings it back to the origin what really what, what who was homie the clown where did that start especially for kids in the hood like what did that mean to us uh, and how did they spin it and what was the actual story so oh, yeah. i was listening to a lot of crime ones too i'm trying to remember the title of one of my favorite ones and i can't i remember the guy that we're investigating um but i remember i'll, I'll try to I'll, we'll talk about yeah. it afterwards probably i'll remember then so yeah I'll that's how but yeah, the crime ones. I don't know if you even listen to. No, crime no, no. Ones, That's what I was gonna say. I know you. You kind of were really into those. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, he, Noe would recommend those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just kind of like, nah. But then that's when I actually got into more like the more mainstream. That's where it hooked me into the like whole which podcast. Joe, Joe Rogan. I like his too. He has. He is such a smart like extremely intelligent person that the stuff that he brings out is just like it makes you sit and think. Like yeah. yeah. 
But so, there's a different element to the ones that, like the crime ones or like the oh, yeah. This American, I don't know if you ever heard This, this American, American Life. Yes. Like those are, to, to me, one of my favorite podcasts because it was always a, a message, a very good story. Like the writers that were on there probably were great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the crime ones were also, tamen, como mm-hmm. dices tú, they come with the facts and you're like, dude, did this guy really kill this girl? Or what yeah. happened? You know, like, or you're like trying yes. to figure it out along the way. I don't know, como una con papel on, in your ears. But <laughs> it's like real life. My husband would be like, because I would listen to these all the time. Like when I worked out, when I was cleaning, it, more than music even. My husband would pass by, he's like, esta pinche loca. Like, dude. And he would tell her daughter, like, look at what mom's listening to. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> Se llamaba, the one that I liked a lot that really like uh, turned me on to the crime one was uh, Se llamaba Serial. Yes. Well, well that's honestly, that's one of the ones that started it all. Dude, it was wild. Was serial. Oh, with uh, um, Aram Saeed or some some I forgot his name. Adnan Sa- Sayed. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's yes. that, that one was wild, bro. You got it, and the, her voice too was amazing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to her. She's probably listening to us now, bro. <laughs> no, she's not. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, dream. What did we talk about? Sarah. Her name is Sarah. You got to dream big. I think yes. her name was Sarah, right? Yes. Uh, and then yeah. So I mean, and she. It took her so long, and everybody wanted another case like that. The amount of time that it took her to research that case in order to produce it and put it on air, it was forever. So by the time season two came on, people were kind of, you know, we want things quick. We lose steam. That other one wasn't as good. The military one? Yeah. I didn't like it as much, but you got to listen to Serial, bro. If you've not listened to it, you got to. Like, you have to, bro. And you won't stop. Trust me, bro. Her voice was amazing. Um and the story behind it was great. Too. I mean, I might check it out, but you mentioned it's kind of like novelas and novelas. Uh, and but, real but real in, life in the, shit. Novela yeah. in the way that it, it gets your attention. It really tells you a story. And I think that's what you mean, right? Yeah. More so. Yeah, it's exactly. not like Chisme because it, no, it is no, real No, no, this life. is real. The it other one that crazy. I listened to was the... Um, the Atlanta murder, where they would uh, kill a bunch of kids uh, living in the hood. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I forgot the name of that show, what of the podcast, pues, pero that one was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. there's so there's many. Tons, there's tons. Man. So we can many. keep going. Yeah, we can. Well, I want to link there's up one. afterwards, so we, you can tell me more about what the one. I'll tell you. So I, I can have listen. Some yeah. good ones. Yeah. yeah, but like but yesterday with your episode that you just well the one that just released this week mm-hmm. with uh with your cousin oh yeah yeah there's this one podcast it's called ear hustle have you heard of it yes i have man when good that stuff. one came out yeah, yeah. good it, stuff it talks to you about from the perspective of the guys that are locked up and what they go through and it's not so much to get pity for them they're just telling you their stories right um, I mean, because empathy isn't a bad thing. I actually was listening to Ear Hustle, and then I found the Atlanta one, and I switched over to that Atlanta one, and I didn't stop, and I just kept yeah. listening. So I never went back to Ear Hustle uh, because of the Ear Atlanta murders. Ear Hustle from murders. the beginning, though. Right. It's changed, though, ever since the one guy, Erlon, uh, Wood, yeah, he, he's think, you know, he did great, and he's out now. But it just changed because his, perspe- his perspective is different now. He's yeah. talking to you, you know, as a free man versus... He, they were actually, they had a radio show um, inside, it, was it Fulton? I can't remember. It was in Los Angeles, I don't Los remember Angeles, exactly, I think. but. I'm, I'm probably getting all my prisons incorrectly. Yeah, you're going to get that. Well, okay. yeah. they, they had one inside prison? They had He was in jail, yes. the guy that was doing so it. So the girl, I, bl- I can't remember her name, um, Nija. Her name was Nija. So she would come into the prison Every week and record, and so the there was a oh snap yeah that's good bro and they had to like pre-approve it like the the warden had to pre-approve right. it like they listened to it and so they would get there was like one guy um, Erlon 
that was her co-host but then he would go and they would interview guys and do different yeah. stories like uh from what got them there to how do you spend your time to uh the like what is a kite and how do you actually pass it or uh talking about food and contraband and how do you guys like they talked about everything that happens in prison yeah like detail and they were inside dude Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's a, uh, it's a really, a, really, there are a bunch good. of good ones, man. Yeah. A lot of so good that's shows. what. Yeah. So this is what that's that's what got me here to answer your question. <laughs> Long story <laughs> short, yeah, I love it. I loved it. I love the audio production. Just learning something new, and I, I was like, I want to try that. So, so going back to your to your podcast, um, if well, now that you have our audience and you, they're listening to to you now, what is your podcast about? What do you guys? try to cover what do you try what's your message that you deliver or de que chisme de que platican you know like at first it was like it was a mix of everything so we would take current events and spin it to how how it was fitting into our lives so uh, when we first started it was the whole R. Kelly trial so I was kind of covering it and it was because it was big during you know when we were kids that was all anyone would talk about like is it? Is he? Did, Did you this see really the video? Happen? No. The Netflix? Wait, oh. Documentary? That's what you're talking about? No, I was oh, talking about snap. the video. No, okay. Never the, mind. Like the multiple <laughs> videos? No. I never um, got to see it either. That's what I'm, but I, I, a lot of people have seen it. You yeah. know, I mean, people definitely seen it. And they're like, yeah, that's R. Kelly. Yeah. I mean, I never saw it. Well, um, they the said thing that was, was his brother. That, yeah, well, the thing was that once that video leaked, and for these things to leak back in the 90s, we're talking VHS. Yeah. Okay, somebody took it out of the house. I mean, this place was locked down like a fortress. And they would uh, pirate copies. And they were like selling them in Chicago so on the corner. And that's how that video got out. That's the reason why I asked you because you said you were covering the whole, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you weren't just covering the case now. You were covering like no, since no. the beginning, right? Like, you wanted to know. Oh, no, no, the, no. I would research like the earlier stuff because when you're younger, you hear all these rumors. Yeah. Like, but no, no. I, there's. I'll do research, and there's an extent of that extent. Yeah. I will. That's just but like I, I forgot. I was in in high school when that happened. When that started like becoming yeah. popular, you know. And at the time, bro, I don't even think we had like a computer like that to be like, oh, no, like get no. the clip or you know. No. I don't know how that. It was, but it was. Up a VHS. Everybody was talking about it. It was yeah. like, oh, did you see R. Kelly? Um, I think I think uh, digital was out already. It just wasn't like. Mainstream, not everybody yeah, had not it. Every, no, I had a Kyocera phone, like a Nokia. You know, like that didn't no. do any dig- digital stuff. No, it was legit. But a if VHS. you were on a computer, you might have been able to get it, you know, or download it or something, you know? I don't know that we were that advanced back, what is the 90s? Net Zero, uh, Lime, LimeWire, all that. Like, yeah, music like, was how out. How long did it, yes, but how long did it yeah, take I don't to know. Like, rip oh, a was, song? Yeah, like, can I don't you think imagine we had, a video? I don't even think I had the knowledge to like know how to do, you know, download a video yeah. back then. But I'm just saying, like, I'm sure that's how people were getting it, too. At some um, point, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it got out there, it, but it was like the secret that everybody knew. No one really did anything about it until it hit the fan a few years ago. And so that's why I was covering like what is it that yeah. actually started taking him down what's happening with these girls uh and so we would cover it and then so it was just you know current events yeah and then mixing it into like what was happening in our lives and how it related to what was happening i think what took him down eventually was the fact that he continued doing hit the same things right yeah but one of the girls so at some point uh, one of the younger girl's parents started making a stink going to the media and then it started picking up more steam and more steam. And in an area where in a time where news was kind of slow at the time, it just it picked it up. And this is, mind you, right after the Bill Cosby 
situation. Oh, yeah. mm. So things were just starting to pick up. And then we're talking about the Me Too movement and all of that stuff. And we were just, it was Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly. Uh, there were several people so that like they were the being, timing. it was domino effect. And at this point, they just couldn't ignore it. Yeah. They had to do something. And so that's one of the things, yeah, that took him down. Because everybody, it was, I, you know, apparently it's one of those things that, it wasn't a secret. It was widely known, but no one was doing anything about it. Right. Yeah. So you guys were covering stuff like that and then, you know, putting your own twist on it. Yeah. Um, How did you guys come up with the title for the show? It was something like, I'm sure you guys know, you've heard it when we were younger. So Sarah and I went to uh, grade school, grammar school together. And she's a year older than I am. But we were put in this, uh, it was like we were like these guinea pig kids where they put like sixth, seventh and eighth graders, seventh and eighth graders in one class together. Um, so we were in this advanced class. So we had this mix of kids. And so can you like imagine like being a sixth grader, being surrounded by like seventh and eighth graders and you start to adopt each other's language and you start to hear that. And I was the oldest one in my family. So you start to just uh, listen to things. And one of the things that we would all say is like, nah, for real, for real, for real, for real. So, so that's how that's you can work Yeah. Nice, nice. Something that we would always say. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you guys both sat down and like, hey, this is what it should be? We went down through a list of a bunch of names. And I actually had a name before because I was trying to, I had been trying to start for a while and trying to find um, the right person to do it with. And so I already had a name uh, and a concept. And so when we got together, like, no, it should be something new because it's yeah, new What dynamic. was that name? Um, dude, what if I want to use no. it? <laughs> well, register this is, this is copyrighted, all right? Yeah. Uh, it, I think it was Chismos. You're Chismos. right. This is copyrighted. Chismos. This is Listen, <laughs> not it's coming time. from me. <laughs> We're going to take it, bro. <laughs> nah, just play. Go with uh, that, mama. Chismos. Chismos. Like Chismosa, but like an English, no, no, no. like a, like an English, uh, what is it, a Spinglish twist? Chismos. Chismos. Because me and my sister, we say that a lot. Like, man, you're such a Chismosa, like Chismos. Hey. So, I mean... It you you at still the time. might use it, yeah. Hey, and you still might use it. You never know, might. right? Listen, we're trying to become a whole um, entertainment business here, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. we got plans. We got plans. That's good. That's good. Um, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you. Um, so that's how you guys pick your topics because of what's going on and mm-hmm. uh, today and how it affects you guys. Yeah. Um, do you guys ever actually struggle? Because I mean, sometimes it's kind of there's nothing really going on. So like, how how else do you guys pick your topics? I mean, is there just you guys there, have like a bucket list and just kinda, I do I do write I do keep a, a running list and sometimes it becomes stale like oh this isn't relevant anymore so I do keep a running list and it will go through like hey like you know I have X, Y, and Z but if something really popped off that week like we just did one on uh, divorce I'm not divorced like why would I want to be talking about divorce she's been divorced but it was a big thing because you know Kim Kardashian is newly not, actually not even divorced she's about to get a divo- divorce however She's like the most eligible bachelorette in the world. So it's like people are already saying like, oh, you know, they're sending in applications. Like how do multi-millionaire, billionaire people date? Like how do they get to know other people? And, um, you know, how soon is it too soon to start dating? And so that's how it kind of just okay. rolls. Damn. About that, didn't someone put up like a billboard? Yeah, it's costing like thousands yeah. of dollars yeah. a month or a day or something like something media. crazy like that. That's yeah. the only thing I, I know about. But I think about. at that point, it's just uh, everybody's trying to get clout nowadays. I think he's a consultant, no? Yeah. Or something like that. Something. So he's he's some sort of mogul. Yeah. But I think that they do it to a point because because it involves Kim Kardashian and it was such a big showing of something, he's going to get talked about. So whether he actually had intentions or not, he he got the job done. We're talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. 
You think yeah. she really is getting a divorce? Oh, for sure. Yeah. This has been a long time coming. Uh, whatever, however they got together, I think they were hanging on by a thread. There, there was a lot going on, I think, on both ends. And then it's been said that they like to have like a certain amount of kids that they want to have with the same dad. And then at some point, once it's not working, then it's like, all right, hit the road, Jack. We're talking about the Kardashians? The Kardashians, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's like, if you notice, well, the ones that have a couple kids, multiple kids, it's with the same father. And then at some point, you know, it's not working out. All right. Peace out. Got to go. But I got my kids, so we're good, right? Damn. Damn. I mean. You like TMZ, don't you? I don't even watch TMZ, (laughs) but this head is full of (laughs) secrets. Listen, if I took you back to the 90s and what's stored up here on Mexican cheese, be surprised. How okay? Since you said that, how far? Like Paco Stanley type, like that far, or you don't even know who that is? No, I actually don't know who okay. that is. All right, so now you don't go that far. Nineties. I mean, this is gonna be nineties. But okay, so just real quick before we move on, because to me yeah, it's interesting yeah. for sure. Cheese man, like what type of cheese man? What would be oh a hot God. cheese man? That, like, let's say late nineties. Wait, listen here. We're or talking, anything. We're like, do you know the story with Talia? And before she married. Uh, Tommy Motola, who she was dating. Yeah, Tommy Motola, ex uh, husband to Mariah Carey. Who was she dating? She was dating this huge actor in uh, Mexico, but because he didn't have the name and like of like what an American celebrity would have, mom, like they were a big deal. Like the Sodis were a big deal in Mexico, Mm -hmm. and there was no way she was in love with this guy. I can't remember right now, but was mom, he like in a novella or no? Oh yeah, he was like he, you know when you had that one dude before he got too old that was in all of the novelas. Yeah, that was he the was guy. Him. Yeah, okay, I gotta look him up. I'm sure I know who. So he is she was too. dating him, and mom's like, "No way! Like, have your fling. You're fine, but you're not gonna marry him." And um, she left him. He was broken hearted, and she found uh, Tommy Motola. And so then um, she was in, on in the like on the U.S. side. The sister got kidnapped. Do you remember? So she has a bunch of sisters. One of them is a big actress in the novela scene. And then the other one is more in uh, the, the teatro. So las secuestraron a las hermanas. Oh, both of them? I think so. And, and then, you know, obviously now she's married to Tommy Motola or they're dating. And they're like, nope, like we don't negotiate with terrorists. We're not going to do it. Like, I think they're like, oh, we're going to chop off a finger and send it your way. And I don't know if they actually did for one of the other hostages. But it was a whole big thing. Oh, yeah. And the sister is like the one that was um, in Marimar. She mm. was one of the ones, like short, red hair. She was like always the evil sister or the <laughs> evil madrastra or whatever yeah. in the novelas. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. And she's good, right? They're good, right? They're safe? No. Well, yeah. They, they ended up getting out. Oh, okay. Cool. They ended up getting out and, and found. So it was like, well, was this a hoax to like get publicity? Was it like to get money? Mm. What? Yeah, so that was like a rumor mill. So no, they're not cool at all. I think it's Talia and her mom, and maybe one of the sisters that was neutral in between. But yeah, no, that's never been. Damn. I feel like you. once you reach a certain level of money, bro, like problems come, or like you're dealing with like different level problems, bro. Yeah, no. Like that. Like that's why I'm okay where I'm at. Though. But but you think stuff like that <laughs> could be like set up though? Like just because because like I guess for like clout, they're they're irrelevant. They want to become relevant. Um, like uh, I don't know if you remember, bro. Back in the day, I don't, I don't know how long ago it was. The dude from uh, Marco Flores from Jerez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marco where, Flores de la banda Jerez. Okay. He, Please uh, tell me you know who that is. Huh? No. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he's just a uh, singer de una banda. Mm-hmm. Pretty popular band. I would say, you know, yeah, top sure. five. Especially top if you're from Zacatecas. Yeah. You're failing right now, bro. So bad. <laughs> Are you listen, from Zacatecas? Listen, yes. I have a story. I was born, all right? Oh, was... that is a fail. <laughs> you're listen. losing points. I think you lost hey. like six followers right now. Oh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> As sir. As we speak. <laughs> listen, sir. Questioning my, my Mexicanness. What'd you say the first time oh, when I introduced the, oh, are, the you for the, are you for the culture? Yeah, dude. I was so butthurt. And I came home and I told my husband, I was like, Dude. He asked me that. I was like, but you know what? He was direct. He wasn't talking behind my back. He said it nah, to my face. So I wanted to know. I wanted I to know. I appreciate it. But it was like, I think I turned him. I think I think I, I think I got it. He figured me out a little bit later. Well, you, an- you answered. You know, you were like, yeah, like, I, this is what I like. This, you know, and yeah. this is where I was born and this is where I came from. And like, you were literally, you know, you grew up in that area yeah. too, you know. So to me, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But honestly, I don't know. And based on the podcast, you wouldn't know. Yeah. No, and, it, and it's different. And I mean, once you get to know a little bit more about my life story, it, it has a lot to do with it. The way that I am and how close I am to my roots and I am and I hold things, certain things very dear and other things I could do without. And so. Which is, the, yeah. I feel like that's the way you grow. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And we'll get into it. But, but yeah, it's I just won't like forgive time. you for not knowing who La Banda Jerez is. Listen. <laughs> She's going to be on the way home, dude, like searching it, Spotify. I will. <laughs> and that's how you learn, right? And you got to give it to people. Oh, for sure. You learn. And I could just. Do you like, like Banda though or no? I do. Oh my gosh. That was like. I, I wasn't allowed to go to violence, but when I was able to do something like in uh, family parties, that's all I did. I love like Norteñas and um, bandas, some corridos. It was barely when corridos, like all that stuff was starting to get like mm-hmm. kind of on the heavy side. Um, when I stopped kind of getting into the music was when banda started dropping off and then you started having like Duranguense and it took over Chicago. And you're like, I'm good. Uh, well, I mean, again, I wasn't really going out to the bailes or doing anything because I was just not really allowed. But uh, it was just not my thing. I love like Banda Azteca with Carlos yeah, and yeah. like, you know, uh, Guacpod and all of those guys. I love listening to them. And that was like the kind of music that I, I really, really liked. But if you're not out there experiencing certain things, yeah. as soon as the culture and the wave starts to change, if you're not part of it, sometimes, it, you know, and you start going into a different direction, which I did. You know, I was in school, uh, dif- different dem- demographic of people. You start listening to other things and it just, you know. What is your favorite type of music? I love hip hop. I love hip hop. I mean, like old school hip hop. 90s uh, or like even more? Old even more. like I'll do some like 80s, uh, but like rap music too. Like still like, you know. DMX and just like good good music and I'll still listen to that stuff. So on your way here, you were probably what were you listening to on the way here? I was actually listening to some banda only because I was listening to um, because she was coming to compass. I know, she, she got to get ready. <laughs> right. I knew it was going to be quiz. Nah. No, uh, I was listening to some like top uh, top one hundred like Latin hits and it okay. started circling and at some point, so banda came in. Some man that came in, yeah. Nice. Well, good thing you talked around a little bit about uh, like the city because that's where you grew up, right? I you did. grew up in Chicago. Back of the heart. Born in Chicago? No, I was born in Mexico. Jalpa, born Zacatecas. Mex- yeah. Jalpa. Oh, yeah. Arriba, Jalpa, Zacatecas. Yes. So, born in Zacatecas, yes. then you were you came to Chicago. Yeah. And that's where it's pretty much where you grew up. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you came to Chicago? I was, I think we were in Texas for a while. So, we bounced around. My dad worked construction. So we, I, I've lived in Texas and San Antonio. I've lived in different parts of California to Chicago. So we were kind of just traveling. We would do San Antonio, California, Chicago, Mexico. And then until one point, my mom's like, all right, you know, ya calmate, because these kids are old enough to be in school. Uh, I would be in school for a while in all of the places. And I was the only one. I was always very, like, talkative and open. I was like, yeah, I'll stay. 
And so I would be in school in, yeah, in California, San Antonio, wherever we would go. I would be in school. I would be in school in Mexico. And uh, so I've just been up until maybe, <clears throat> no, not kind of first grade. First grade, that's why I think it was like steady, steady that we were here. And in Chicago. Whenever mm-hmm. you guys would go back to Mexico, you, a Jalpa, a Zacatecas? A Zacatecas, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. When was the last time you were there? 2000. Okay, dang, 20 years ago. It's a long time, yeah. Years. And I stopped going. We used to go every December because that's when the ferias happen in Jalpa. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a huge, and for like two months, like parties and Yeah, that was a popular place, you know. All kinds of things. And so we would always go. And that was before like truancy was a thing. And you took out the kids from school and you went for like a month, month and a half. And that's how it was. And it was so fun. But as you're getting older, missing school, it matters. Yeah. Yeah. In high school. And then they hit you with um, the law change. And you couldn't miss more than 10 days. uh, Was it a, not a semester. That's probably Um, within the year, no? With No, because then it was 20. It was 20 days total for the year, so I guess half the year. Couldn't miss you guys, more than 10. You guys really went for the whole month. She knows the details and shit. Yeah. Like, nah, for the year, it was 20. And honestly, it was targeting all of like us. The Latinos. Because they knew once December comes, these kids leave. Some of them make it back. Some of them don't. And now being an adult, I understand why. Because they're trying to keep track and making sure that these kids are safe. Where are you? Are they getting their education? Like, what's happening? It matters, we, yeah. Yeah, we've lost, just through COVID, we've lost so many kids. Because you could be remote anywhere. Yeah, yeah, and so so I mean, as we know, like so many bad things happen to kids when no one's there watching out for them. So all of that changed, and so we stopped going. Then once you're in college, okay, parents go, we don't go uh, because can't miss school either. And yeah. So it started slowing down, slowing down, and then you start building a life, and it's just not practical to go, and shit happens. And you don't want to go anymore. I I. The memory of it, I love it, and I would love to take my daughter there. terrenos allá? Que terrenos, I wish. No, but I, I just, it, I know people tell me that it's safe, but that is, always creeps in the back of my head, mm-hmm. and it's scary. Like, I don't know. One day, I would love to take her. It's nice out there. I love it. So it's just with this, all of these things happening, it's just scary. Like, sometimes you're even scary. It's scary, like making sure that you're going to go within a 10 block radius and make it back home okay with all of these crazy things happening and it's just i don't know i'm just i'm scared of a lot of things no i get you one day one day i hear that um but real quick we're gonna do a quick little sponsor video and we'll be right back shout out to our sponsor lumbre mix some of the best michelada mix around They also have chamoy for all your beverage rim needs in three flavors, original, mango, and watermelon. Put that thing on everything. Also, for all the candy lovers, they have watermelon gummies and peach rings. It's a mix of gummy candy with chamoy. Just fire. Now follow all of their social media to see what store is near you. Y que no se apague la lumbre. Um, We're back. Shout out to our sponsor, Lumbre Mix. Lumbre Mix. So we got to know the Yo, little, real quick, real quick. Go ahead, go Congratulate ahead. to our sponsor real quick, man. Hell he just announced yeah. something on Facebook. Amazing, bro. Oh, yeah. He is officially living the dream, bro. Uh, entrepreneurship and just running his own business. Um, yeah. Congratulations, man. Congrats, Capnado. For real, bro. Lumbre Mix. Oh, yeah. Big shout out, bro. Compaisaias, man. Oh, living yeah. the dream, bro. That's what's up, bro. I seen that shit and I was like, that's dope as fuck. Dope as hell, bro. Dope as fuck. Dope. Um, okay, okay. So we, we got to learn a little bit about uh, Paola 
and uh, a little bit of your upbringing yeah. and you know back of the yards and how you started your podcast. So now we're going to go into our uh, our topic that we had laid out for today. Um, she had her own episode for this, so like I said, I highly, highly recommend going to. Uh, you can check out on Spotify. Apple Podcast, uh, Anchor, wherever you listen to yeah. podcasts, I, it's, she's there. No YouTube yet. No YouTube yet. You guys yet, pull in some work. It's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot I of work. I give it up to you. It's if you can do both, I can't yet. Yeah, but maybe I'm soon. looking at her all confused, like, yeah, we put in the work, but it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's my boy, Checo. Um, but I said definitely recommend, for real, for real, check it out. So we're going to be talking about is blood thicker than water? Is it? Is. is it? I don't know. Um, so I wasn't to have these like scenarios and, and whatnot, but um, I, th- I think we're all just going to kind of go back into our own experiences and, and maybe we can relate to these scenarios because something else happened to us, right? Right. So I'm going to kick it off. Right, I'm going to kick it off. All right. I don't know if you guys... Acaba Paula le gusta el chisme acá. Chismos. Chismos in the building. I can talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start with stuff that's minor. Because, I mean, with, with us Latinos, it's kind of like, tienes que invitar a tu tía, tu tío, tus primos, lo que sea, even though you don't get along with them. Yeah. Even though, and I don't know if I, now that I'm older, not I don't know if I agree with that, you know. Um, back then, it was kind of like, wow, I don't want to, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, you have to, but it's family. But the thing is, we don't always tell our mom, our dad, stuff that we probably experienced as kids that nobody else knows. Yeah, you're getting... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I thought you were trying to start light. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of did go heavy, bro. I'm like, wait. No, I mean... No, no, no. Okay, you can take it as far as you want, right? Shit happens. Shit happens. But I'm saying like... Damn, I don't even know if I'm using this example, man. People are going to be like, what the fuck, Checo? Um, okay, okay, okay. What the hell? Hold on. Let me switch. switch yeah, get a little more specific here. Yeah, what did you do, bro? Okay, 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 okay. Ah, man, fuck. Actually, Just go for it. Cut this shit out. La sopa. La gente ahorita que está escuchando it, like driving, bro. Like gripping onto the steering wheel right now, bro. Now I'm getting nervous. Now the anxiety is kicking in. Okay. I'm taking myself out of the situation. Let's just do another example. But no, no, no. Yeah, go for it, bro. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Not going to name names. Not going to, you know, whatever, because family and shit, you know. Um, But let's say a family member tells you something about your parent. And I I don't want to go too specifically because then I know everybody watches. My family does watch. Some of them. The rest of them, culos. Pero, the ones that do, este. <laughs> that was harsher than the story, bro. <laughs> I want to know now. Um, no, no, no. But someone said something about my parent. I don't okay. want to say, I don't want to say mother, Ooh. mother, father. But That's they said, cool, okay. they said something. They made a comment. Okay. So, you know, so I look at that person in a different light now. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they made a bad comment. Bad because I take it as bad. I take it as offensive. But are you looking at that person that said it different, or are you looking at your parent different? No, of what that, they that said? person. Okay. That person, you know? So at that point, it's like, now that you're older, now you look at that person, you're like, man, fuck you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I really don't want to invite you to the carne asada okay. now, you know? And you don't. And you don't. I don't. No, I'm saying you don't. No, yeah, I don't. I don't. But it's like, that's where, I mean, and little stuff like, I don't want to say it's little stuff like that, but it's just, I hold grudges. So I am different. Then, uh, then uh, I guess most people, or maybe a lot of mm-hmm. people, or I don't know. So I do hold grudges, though. 
Um, I've seen it. Don't cross yeah. Checo. No. On the list. <laughs> no. I've seen it <laughs> firsthand. Yes. Like, so, I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> like, okay. But it's like, so to somebody else, it might seem like it's not a big deal. Uh-huh. And, but when you're eight years old, nine, when it happened to me, that shit stuck. Yeah. You know? So I do look at that person in a different light. I don't, you know, I respect them as much as far, not even respect, but it's just like I have that. I don't know. Help me out with these words, man. Maybe the respect is for the family, not for that person. More, more, more so for the family. So it's like, I will say hi mm-hmm. and bye. Okay. But I'm not going to take any further than that. And like I said, they're not invited to the Karna so. Yeah. All right. Can I ask this question, brother? Maybe. So <laughs> <laughs> have you ever just brought that up? Because maybe that may clear things up and just be like, yo, like, I remember as a kid, you said this, like, what do you really feel? You know, just to be like, or. You know, no, I haven't. Okay. No, I haven't, bro. But you know. You know me, and um, that's I the think, doc, that's the doctor feeling me, bro. Like, hey, what up? Like, let me help you. <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. Well, it's because I mean, like, I think like, no, 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 I haven't, bro. Just because uh, I think with us Latinos, especially like my family, I don't really think we talk too much. We don't, we don't talk problems out. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, I know what you mean. It's, it's gonna be physical. You know, yeah, yeah, of course, and you know. I have a little bit of a temper sometimes. Sometimes, I, I so I work for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he calls me partner, pero cuando se lo ofrece, like, hey, dude, like, nah, not at all, <laughs> not at all. I just no, shit. but you know, so, so I wouldn't want that um, just because it happened X amount of years ago. Okay, so it's like I don't want that problem. But it's like I said, they're just not invited to the kind of Yeah, that, and that's, you think that's they know? Um, if they don't know. They should. Some people you know? are honestly so oblivious and yeah. living in their own world and so about themselves that I guarantee you they probably don't know. Yo, and sometimes our I feel like back then or like the older generation, bro, spoke in a different light They're too. Different. Like they were just built different. They just say wild stuff and you're like, Okay, like well now we wouldn't say things like yeah. that, you know, to hurt somebody else. And you know what? I, I, I kinda I'm cut from that cloth too, I feel. Because my family would always tell me, like, dude, like, you're so, you know, like, upfront with shit. Like, it it hurts people. Not offends people. It hurts people's feelings. And my wife was one of the ones that would tell me, like, yo, dude, like, Mm -hmm. you can't just be talking like that. And then I I always try to work on that now. Um, But I feel like I was always, like. More direct. Yeah, more direct. Um, But I always feel like that's the way to keep shit clean. You know, like, you speak up. you, You speak your mind. And then that that avoids problems, you know, and it may create some separation sometimes, but it's not always bad, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but I try to now I try to watch more of what I say because I don't. My intention is not to hurt yeah. anybody's feelings, you know. So it was just more like keeping it real, yeah. keeping it clean. Like, hey, amistades largas, you know, cuentas claras, amistades largas type, you know. Even though for family, to me it was more like yo, like, but if we clear it up now, like we're good, you know what I mean. But if yeah. if something's wrong, then it's gonna come up. Yeah, but, I think sometimes just being direct. What? Well, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, technical ahead. difficulties. We'll see. We'll be right, right back. Check and we're go. back. I don't know what we were. T- I don't know where we left off. Sorry, sorry, but we're back. We were talking about your deep situation, which ended up. No, we were we were done with that. <laughs> <laughs> were we? Yeah. No se invita la carne asada no y si lo ves, saluda muy a huevo. Pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. It, it is what it is. It is no? what it is. But wow. but I think that's cool. Like it's it gets you get to a point when you're an adult that, goddamn it, it's your decision. And if you right. want to have people around your family, 
good. And if you don't, then don't. And I'm all about that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, I want to say there's way, I mean, so many different scenarios, so many different, um, but it, it just depends on how uh, severe, mm-hmm. you know? And to me, it doesn't take much. That's just me personally, <laughs> yeah. though, you know? Cada quien. I mean, I know family that, like, they've done each other bogus as fuck. Yeah. And then they're like, it's family. And I, to me, I'd be like, fuck that. that, that is not, that's not going to happen. Not for right. me. Don't but no, you're. <laughs> I feel like I'm with you on that, no, bro. Well, no, it's, I'm Go saying ahead. you're always positive, bro. So you're always like. You know what, bro? When it comes to immediate family, my immediate family um, is really, really, really close. Um, and we were talking about that on yeah. a break when my mom I, just steering us in the right path and shit. So mad credit to my moms and shit on that. But yeah, dude, like my siblings are super close. Um, we try to support each other. I feel like we are where we are because of the, that support, compa. Um, just based on where we came from, you know. Like I feel like the fact that my mom kept kept us so united, it mm-hmm. like it helped us grow. You know what I mean? Um, and and todas and todas las formas. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like yeah, I I hold them dearly, family. Um, and when it comes to like cousins, yeah, bro, I'm real positive and shit. So it's like I always try to keep it, you know. Keep it peaceful. Keep it all love. You know what I mean. If it gets deep, then it's something that you know. Something yeah. you know. Well, yeah. but would cross you, that bridge when we get there. But. It's situational though. Yeah, depends on yeah. like what what if something has happened. Which probably it sounds like maybe not, and that's great. And mm-hmm. I see those families, and they're like the aspirational families. Even though I mean everybody has their issues, right? But you have like those close knit siblings, and even if you have some cousins that you're close to, that's wonderful. But not everybody gets that, and there's certain situations and. And I think like that's what I was talking about and on on our podcast where it's okay and then you, you just kind of sever it and that's it and it's not about talking bad about people and it's not about putting them down for me it was like a clean break um and, and moving on because sometimes you just don't need all of that in your life oh you definitely don't what were you gonna ask brother no yeah I mean because like I said you've never had any kind of experience bro like anything where you're like I can't fuck with you no more I mean, obviously you can't say names, right? But you know, but I'm trying to think of something or somebody that I've I cut off. I mean, I'm I kind of I feel like I am like you in a way, bro. Where somebody rose me the wrong way, bro, or like we just I'm like I'm good, you know, like. Uh, pero no, but are they still they, invited like to family? the carnasada? No, they're not invited to the carnasada because we don't, you know. Pero I'm not a problematic person, bro. Problematic person no, where the, to all. the point of like pushing the envelope but like you know was was good like now nah, i'm not on that i'm more on that pushing the positive side of like hey man if if i don't mess with you i don't mess with you we just don't need you in my life yeah. you know what i mean no i don't need that in my life i'm good i'm gonna pass on right. it you know um i'm good we're not going to somebody's carnasada too bro you feel me like, but i think I can- it has to do because you're direct so people know where they can toe the line with you. Right. So if people know they can't mess with you, you're not going to get those problems at your door because the people that do that know who they can mess with and know who they can't. So you'll notice, like, you know, cousins, if you think back, like, man, that person was always happier. Like, they kind of were just like, yeah, you know, nothing ever really bothered them. But a lot of the times, we're the people that set a very, very um, direct line, like, this is what I will allow and this yeah. is what I will not. With a lot of us, I think, but for me, I know that I have a problem with setting those boundaries because I don't want to hurt family's feelings, mm-hmm. especially I, when it comes to strangers, it's different. But when it's family, like you're talking brothers, sisters, cousins, like, like what, what, you know, uh, I don't want to hurt 
feelings. And so you kind of just let it slide by and you laugh it off. You know, when they're making fun of you or just saying things and you just go, oh, yeah, it's fine. And you kind of just laugh it off and because you don't want to start problems. But then they know they can mess with you and things get bigger and bigger. And that's when problems start. Right. Like for I'm Checo tell you I'm the shit talker in general con los compas or or with my family too yeah. cousins anywhere mm-hmm. I'm I'm the shit talker most of the time, um, but I I feel like my cousins also feel like hey they they know 100 that I want nothing but the best for all of us you know what I mean like cousins family uncles yeah. everybody so to me it's like all I want is peace in our family harmony and shit you know and for everybody to do great That's so nice. I feel like they know that too. As much as they know, like, no, he's coming, like, he's going to be talking mad shit, you know, pero puro cotorreo, you yeah. know, not in a malicious like in way. Yeah, yeah, but I'm definitely that guy, you know, but yeah. sorry, cousins. <laughs> but for what, though? <laughs> I mean, you you're saying that, yeah, like, yeah. no, I think it, but the thing is, you're being very direct and you're putting out exactly yeah. who you are. You're not showing people one thing and then doing another. And then that's when, you know, even if you're not necessarily talking crap, but like, if you're just taking it, taking it, and then you go back and you're like, Man, they're like, right, right. That gives people some sort of impression because I know I can be like that. Like I'll just take it, take it, take it, and I'll go tell my husband and be like, "All right, we'll do something about it." Um, and that's I think like the that action. Makes, yes, that makes a difference. Yeah. So one thing I was going to bring up too, it's like I, I at least myself, I do have a, and you kind of mentioned it, I have a higher tolerance for like immediate family. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like more so like yeah, you're making fun, you're picking fun or whatever. That kind of just runs right off you know yeah um but like to other considered family because like they married in and stuff like that little to none little to none i mean i don't i don't need much you know to be like you're yeah. off bro like that's it it is what it is it's it's not gonna take so much, specifically you know? like the like the bonus people like they they mess up and you're like all right that's you're it right cut off. yeah yeah, you're not, you're not even in our circle, bro. We let you in, but now you're out. Dude, how, out how are we still friends, bro? <laughs> Straight I'm up, I, I feel like my mom and my wife always ask you, like, how the hell do you tolerate this guy? Don't they? I feel like <laughs> your wife tells us all the time. time bro. Like, ¿Cómo lo aguantas? I'm like, yeah, that's true, bro. It's like it's like compa no, it's all love though. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, he, as much as he talks shit, like I talk shit back to him. You know, yeah. I don't do it much on the podcast. Me, me detengo un poco. A lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pero, but you know, it's all it's all love though. You know, yeah. uh, but it, it's different though when it's like you know when someone's being serious and when someone's yeah. you know whatever when they're just joking around. But you also have to be able to take it. Oh if yeah, you can yeah. Dish it, and that's when like people get. They can, yeah. Yeah. Que no aguantan. Yeah, you have to have a little bit of thick skin and just like, be able, yeah, like if I'm going to give it to you, I better be able to take it because yep. it's going to come from somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So but, getting back, go ahead, brother. No, I'll say, yeah. So that, that's just us talking shit. But I mean, I feel like there's obviously other situations, other stuff that happens mm-hmm. within the family. And like I said, it could be something so small where like your ass talking shit. You know, <laughs> and it's kind of one of those like that's all you can do, kind of, you know, like yeah, kind of grin and just kind of like, yeah, yeah, bitch. <laughs> he said no. it, but um, you know, and uh, you, but the thing is, it's like they're constantly doing that, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. So y- you can't cut them off, you know, or you can't because can you? I mean I don't know, I don't yeah. know. With like everybody has different tolerance, right? Yeah, so. For sure. Like, what about for you guys? Like, let's say you do have that uncle, that aunt, that kind of always kind of pushes the envelope a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you still fuck it? It's blood? Or 
and, and you can't talk because we grew up. Yeah. You can't talk back to your elders. You yeah, can't no, talk you back can't. to your tías or tíos. So I feel like that got thrown out the window with me, bro. I, I you know what I mean? Like, I still, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't follow that. I followed it to I, a certain extent, bro. But after that, like I was like, yeah, that ain't flying with me. Yeah. Like people got me upset, or like I would just talk. I would talk back, bro. Like and then, and then what? You know, like what's gonna happen, bro? Like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to whip me. But it's just, that's how you grew up. Like, you do have that little bit of, I don't know if I would call it fear, but maybe you have that something in you that you've, you're like, you're taught, like, you you don't talk you back. You don't talk back, You know? Yeah. Like, some of us even got hit by our aunts and uncles, and it was okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely you know? got a little bit of that, but it was like, it was still like, if I was upset, like, I would say something back. Yeah. You know, I was like, I had to get it off my chest. Type, it's You hard. know what I mean? Like, I would, I would just fucking say like, something. Even if it was under your, you know, under your breath. Like, they, you made sure you said under your breath, but they heard, like, and you're like, and they're like, eh, hey, cabrón? And I was like, You just ran? So like, no, you heard. Not. Like, you heard yeah. while you're running. You heard. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, listen, I, I've had an uncle uh, on the day of my wedding tell me, like, I invited your ex. To, yeah, I heard it on the yeah. podcast. I heard it on your episode. To that my was, face that was on nuts. my wedding day. You know, and did and he show up? Huh? No, but he called me. What did he call for? Congratulating? Dude. Okay. That's something we don't want to talk about? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. listen, I've, I've put it out there as... It's like does not even worth it to rehash, but it's oh. like who who would even do that? And at this point, I've given so much leeway, and I t- I've taken so much of the hit because I did feel guilty over the situation. Mm-hmm. But there's there's only so much you can take. Where like okay, en- enough is enough. Um, and that was one of the things. And I was like, it was just kind of mounting up to the point where I was like, all right, like severed limb. Here you go. Thank you. I'm fine. I didn't say anything, but it was one of those things where. Had I said something, would have been justified. Yeah, hell yeah, Fuck I would have. Yeah. I would have said something. I would have been like, "Yo, bro, why would you do something like but that?" Again, That's, that makes no sense. I was always like, the, "You wanted to be respectful." Good, yes, I wanted. I see what you're saying. Even though I'm like literally getting shit on to my face, I I wanted to be respectful. I didn't want to offend. I wanted to be the good niece, the good daughter, and it got to a point where I was like, "I'm sick of playing that role. I would rather say goodbye." I will not disrespect anyone. I will just remove myself from the equation. That's what I did. And sometimes, like, you know, it's just it's just not worth it. It's right. just literally not worth it. All of that constant poking and nagging, was, it can be little things, but it's like... Do you feel like that was in malicious intent, though? Like, the invitation to your ex to your <laughs> wedding? Like, that's crazy. I think... That makes absolutely no sense. Like, who... <laughs> And, and well, it's cabe, a whole and, story. And cabeza cabe, though. You know what I mean? Like... I think they really liked him. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, I was engaged previously. And the way things happened, it all happened really quickly to where I was no longer with that person and I got married to my husband. And so it was a shock to everyone. But at the end of the day, it wasn't anyone's business mm-hmm. but mine. And for them to have taken, for them to have felt like Betrayed. they were entitled. I, maybe, right? But it, to be entitled, because then, that, then I was like, as I'm growing older, would they do that to their own daughters? No, but they did it to me. Why? Was that, why was that okay? I didn't say anything. Um, and it's just like, now raising your kids to have a voice and to say, no, like, no, don't go hug them. If they don't want to hug you, they don't want to hug you. I'm not going to force my kid to hug you. And you're going to poke fun at my kid. Yes, my kid will talk back. Oh, you're going to call them disrespectful? Oh, well. Like you said, what's going to happen? Nothing happens, Nothing. man. You just I'm you not, get it off your chest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like this healthier than keeping it. That, yes. R- real quick, any regrets of uh, not not saying anything back to your uncle? Um, I. You know what? I I've never even thought of it because 
had I continued and had I not made the moves that I made, I'd be maybe miserable and that would make me regret things. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with the decision that I made and with what how my life has been. And so I, I see that as an experience and now it's being brought up more because I reconnected with one of my cousins and um, I talked about this, which nobody had known because again, it's like once I kind of delineate myself and take myself out, I didn't have a need to talk about my uncle and like drag his name through the mud or do this or do that because I simply didn't care. And I think at the end, les dio más en la torre a ellos que a mí. You're like, I'm ready to move on. It's, yeah. I'm good. And then it was like, oh, but why? What happened? And it was just like, it wasn't one thing that happened. It was literally a lifetime. And like a constant thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, like you said, you know, they disrespect your mom. My mother was gravely disrespected. And it comes to a point where like, all right, I'm not taking this anymore. You say, you come at me one more time, I'm going to pull up. And so I was like, you know what? We're, we're done. We're gone. Highly disrespected. They yeah. treated my mom so bad after my mother raised a lot of these kids and took care of these kids and fed these kids. And, um, and at that point, we're like, nope. I think you see that a lot in the Hispanic community where um, the mom, on, you know, gets mistreated by the dad side, you know, or yeah. las cuñadas or the whatever. You know what I mean? It happens. Like, I feel like you see that a lot in, in the Hispanic community. Do you agree? No, I, uh, to an extent. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> what, your dad was the one getting mistreated? <laughs> well, this I guy's mean, crazy. I mean, to him, right? The yeah. mom's the extra. She's the bonus. She's the oh, one yeah, coming yeah. in. So it's different. I well, think it's the same. It's the same for everybody because it, the, the, you're, it's the same. Depending on what side you're closer to. You're, yeah, that's true. You're going to be saying. the yeah, bonus. Depending on what side you're closer to. On one side or the I, other. I, I agree. Yeah. And so you're going to be Good looked point. at on either your mom's or your dad's side. Like, ¿quiénes son más como los arrimados? Like, they're coming into our family. And which side do you lean more towards? Like, um, are you really cool with your cousins on your mom's side? And you're always hanging out with them? Or are you really cool with your, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's going to go that way, yeah. too. Oh, definitely. But, for, like, for me, obviously not my dad's side. Because that's so, the side it was like, peace out. Uh, but my mom's side, they all live in California. I have a couple cousins here very close. Well, one cousin, very close. And then my camp family in California, super close. But I mean, obviously, as close as you can be being across right. the country. Yeah. And all your dad's family is here in Chicago? For the most part. And some is in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, they're not. Not really. I Now, actually, after the podcast, a lot of them reached out. And it's like, it was nice to hear that they had a lot of those similar experiences. But it's like a lot of those cousins that I saw as the strong ones, the ones that would talk back never said anything and they stayed in the family and they're like man like we either admire you for doing it or we didn't know you were going through all this like we were going through all of this i can't believe that this happened to you it happened to me too and it was like because i literally have no filter now because i have no one to protect and i think a lot of the times in our families we don't say things because we want to protect people that are hurting other people in our family which is ludicrous so and going back to that point, so Checo gave an example. I, I, I mean, I failed to give a good example for you guys. <laughs> but for you, like, what was your example growing up as a kid where you maybe were hurt or did you want to talk about that stuff? Oh, or, okay. Listen, that's one of those things I think <clears throat> that especially in the last few years has been a lot of really prevalent mm-hmm. is like molestation towards children. And it happens in many communities. And I could only speak to our community or from the perspective of a Mexican woman. I was. I was hurt as a child. And it's one of those things where as you grow up, and we were talking about this earlier, how it's more important 
to protect the abuser than the children to the point where it's like Voldemort. You can't even say the name. Why? Why should I be ashamed to say this person's name? Why are we protecting these people? But it's again, it's family. Yeah. Don't matter what he did. Like we just had your podcast, right? The other day with your cousin. What happened to your cousin with a family member? Couldn't say the family member's name. Multiple reasons, right? But it's something so deep and ingrained in us that no matter what, how they screw you over, you won't say the name. Why? Mm-hmm. And that's what's infuriating. And when we're talking about blood thicker than being blood being thicker than water, for who? Cuando les conviene, then you pull that card. But what about for protecting the vulnerable people in our family? What about what what's happening with blood and water at that point? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of what I um, when we had when I started talking about this. That's what I meant when there's like levels to it. You know, yeah. like something like so small where it's like just and talking shit, or as far as you know, what you just mentioned. Um, and yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I don't know why we we do that. Like yeah. as as a Latino. Mexican community yeah. that it's like stuff like this does happen and I've heard numerous stories from other yeah. people friends look at that that that's happened to them and it's like you know I, I get upset I, they always I, say it's a family member bro that, yeah. oh, that hurts more you. than a stranger yeah. and then you have that person you're going to fiestas and they're right there they're right and there you don't want to miss a god dang party so there you go with your kids you don't think of the damage that that's doing because you don't want to miss the party. And I get it. Like we were talking, like our parents worked so hard that sometimes that was their only break. Or it's not like they were going to go to a club or a baile. That was the only time that they had to get a break. But now as adults, right, having kids, oh, you, you think it. about it, you're like, F the party. Why would you? That is like trauma. That does not go away. No. And the things that it does to some people, if we're lucky, we come out sort of sane. I think I'm sort of sane. But for some of us, not so lucky. Yeah. It, sorry. yeah, definitely. It's rough. And that's like the thing, like, you know, when we're talking about, oh, it's family, familia, familia. Okay. What, what does that mean? Well, what does that mean if they're hurting you too? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or if they're being protected and you know everyone's protecting. It's not just one person. It's everyone because everybody talks about it in hushed voices. And they make the victim feel ashamed. Of something they went through. So, when the other person should be feeling that way. But none of that goes that way. Like in your case, were you able to speak out at that time? I was threatened when it happened. And so, and mind you, I was like, um, maybe in fourth, fourth, fifth grade. I was threatened. Um, and I, and when you're little, you know, you're like, wait, if I say something, you know, my mom's going to be hurt or, or whatever. And so you, you you just let it happen, but then you're thinking you let it, you're letting it happen when at ten years old you don't have a choice. It's nothing that you're doing. This is a literal adult, and we mm. bring all these adults into our homes because oh, they're coming from Mexico. They need a place to stay. Dude, get a job, figure it out. How close of a relative was this? Um, this was a uh, sibling to my father. Holy moly! Well, a step sibling. Um. And then it's always one of those things where, why did anybody go to the police? Or, but again, our community didn't do that. No. And then now as an adult, you think, uh, you know, just like, be careful with what you're saying because, you know, your calls a ripple effect. 
through the family. But then it's like, I've never been ashamed to say it. And when I did come out and say it was uh, maybe a, a year or so after it was started happening. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everything just completely blew up. Totally blew up. The family was in shambles and you are made to feel like it's your fault. And you carry yeah. this weight at nine, ten years old. And no help. There's no therapy. There was no therapy. There was no nothing. There's like shut up. There's so many different things. And um yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's not easy. And there's and it's there's probably no help. difficult for everybody, right? You're like your parents too. Like, I mean, it's not like they know how to deal with a situation like that as it is. Um and I'm going to speak for my my parents. They like they went to school up to like sixth grade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, um, let alone know how to deal with something like this at at that big of a level. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how where your parents Probably. ended up. You know, in school and you know, but you know. It, I feel like the more you educate yourself, the better mm-hmm. prepared you're going to be for life. That's probably, you know. Yeah. You're in this new country. I mean, it, I, yeah. I can't venture to guess because even broaching those conversations now, they're very volatile because I know they have to have some level of guilt with associated with it. Yeah. Um, so I, I won't try to speculate like why they did what they did or why they didn't do what they should have, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because we think different, right? We have, we have the, like you said, the power of knowledge, education. We're like, when we were little, they started teaching about 911. And, you know, our parents used to hit us. And they're like, you know, if anybody ever hurts you, press 911. And then, you know, you're like going home and it's like, hey, pinche 911, andale. Pinche 911. No. Yeah, but like we, we're, we started growing up knowing that we had some sort of recourse where they didn't. Of course. Yeah. And I was going to say, I don't think it's it's lack of education. I just think it's just what they've been taught and they've probably been through themselves. Yeah. And they just kind of see it as normal. It's almost like when you see or when you hear about um, like when parents fight and, you know, they're in an abusive relationship yeah. and kids grow up and that's what they see. Mm-hmm. So they think it's normal, you know. So I don't even think it's a lack of education. It's just like more so like whatever they see, if sure. they especially if they heard it or, or if they saw it back in el rancho, back in you know whatever que el primo que con la whatever or el tío con la whatever, yeah. it's kind of like it's common. Yeah. So it's kind of like it happens. But to me though, the lack of education part was more of an angle of like not knowing how to deal with it, yeah, not the fact that. Um, I know that what you're talking about is more of a learning behavior, a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. That I I see your yeah. point too. But to me, the the reason why I brought the education part up is because they don't. Something like that happens. We probably we barely know how to deal with it. Yeah. Let alone them. You know what I mean? We have access to the internet. We have access to research from law. You know whatever. Um, that's where I was going at that angle. Not you know what I mean? Yeah. That, to me, but, that's that's what I was saying. But yes, your your learned behavior thing. I I agree with that one hundred percent as well. Because mm-hmm. I just think like if from what I know, I I, I nothing has ever like that happened to my sisters or you know mm-hmm. um, I only have sisters. Um, and if if it were to happen, and if they did tell my parents at the time, first of all, you already know how my family is. We're, <laughs> we're getting down, bro. And mm-hmm. second of all, like we're not going to that party anymore. You know, yeah. that's just how we've been. Yeah, you know, it's for, not like that for everybody, unfortunately. No, yeah, of you course, know? of course. So, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. my, you know, Different. parents don't have, you know, also uh, they lack an education. You know, they, they didn't, yeah, you know, yeah, finish yeah. school, whatever. Uh, I just met dad. But um, damn, I just put him on blast. But, <laughs> what? Did I put my parents on blast? I don't think no, my parents care like but, that, bro. Like, I mean. It's, it's, I don't it's think a, it's an offense, right? No, it's just, of it's, course not. It's a fact. To me, honestly, it means so much to me that my parents went to a certain grade were able to come to this country and do what they did and yeah. raised us and and got us through what we had to do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. to me that's 
huge. Yeah. Huge. You know, some people that go to college do fucking worse. You know what I mean? So Facts. it's like, to me, that is to, it was not, it's not a shot. It's not an offense. To me, it's like, dude, I'm so proud of my parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's. 100%. No, I, to I, me, I, that's the level I totally it, get you know? it. But I know what you mean. And like, sometimes when you just don't know, like, for example, I don't know, should. Uh, your TV break, it's a stupid example, but you know, like, do you have insurance? You go this route. Do you not have insurance? This is what you're supposed to do. So it's like, mm-hmm. with it, it, it's a lived experience, but also, do you know what resources and what recourse you have in order to get something done? Right. And I think that's what you meant. Yes, like, exactly. Sometimes they don't have something to grasp to, to like, okay, like, this is what we can. And I think- Like during the understanding the, behind yeah, it. Yeah. yeah so no. I did have a question um, regarding that. So- this happened to you, right? Yeah. That, you know, I'm not sure what happened to that person, but where's that person at now? And do you feel like he's still hurting people? Oh, I'm 100% sure because people like that never change. He has children now. Um, I know after I spoke out or I alluded to it, I did have a lot of um, family members. And that's sad. Reach out to me and say, I didn't know what happened to you. It happened to me too. From that same person. How disgusting is that? And then they're like, oh, and X, Y, Z as well. And I'm like, wow. And I remember that because being little, after you, you're forced to grow up in a different way and you see things so different. And I remember just looking at certain people kind of funny, hanging around, like you have full grown adults hanging out with kids and it's just like, nobody's looking why? at it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a fun uncle. It's this and that. But sometimes it's like, okay, go, like go over there. Like, why are you over here? And, um, it's just completely messy. So anyways, I've never felt ashamed because once I spoke up, I wasn't believed. It was like this whole big thing. But afterwards now, because um, like I said, family members have reached out and said, you know, like, I'm so glad you said something. It also happened to me. Like it helps to know, um, you know, and now we understand like why you started separating yourself more and more and more. And so you just never know. And for me, that was not something I was ever ashamed of because I did nothing wrong. Of course. I did nothing wrong. And I think that's the part that we need to like talk to our kids or even like our older cousins. We just never know what someone's going through. And I have like some of the happiest cousins. So silly and funny. Never know. You would never know. You never know what's happening behind. And then if one person opens up and and is genuine and is really saying something, you could connect to so many people. Um, And for like this, like I said, I've never been ashamed and I'll tell my story once and again. And if it happens to help someone, that's all I could do because I was desperately searching and hoping for that help that never came. And I had to give that to myself because no one was going to come and rescue me. And like, that's what helped my whole life. Like I've had to figure it out and take care of myself. And so arming our children with that knowledge um, that they can take care of themselves. And like we were talking like not forcing our kids, oh, go hug so-and-so. Don't be rude. No, they don't have to. Um, and it's like the little things like that that make a difference, I think. Yeah. So. I feel like that, yeah, that definitely does go a long way. The way you, you're teaching them now to mm-hmm. be outspoken. And not just towards, um, I mean, we're talking about talking back and shit like that. But even when you're going to the, the doctor's office, dentist's mm-hmm. office, hey, you know, you're prepping them in the car. Like, hey, Anywhere, this is a anybody. doctor. Like, tell them what you feel. Tell them what's going on. Tell them, you know, um, give them a voice. You know, I remember going, you know, with my parents, it, was, it wasn't the case, you know? You don't think you just look yeah, at them. Yeah, you just look at, you know, like, hey, is it okay? Like, what do I do? What do I do? You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like we're definitely changing the game 
in that aspect. You For know, the better, like, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Um, like when I take my kids to die, I want him to speak up. I want him to talk to the doctor himself. You know, like this is mm-hmm. your doctor, dude. He's at your service. You know, tell him what you feel, what hurts, what, you know, like direct your word at him. You know, if anything I need to jump into, I'll definitely jump in, you know, yeah. like, but, and I feel like that's, like you said, changing their mind and, and hey, I'm, I'm boss too. Yeah. Like I can speak out for myself. I don't like this. I don't want this, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely different. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. No, the same thing. I was just more so like breaking the cycle yeah, yeah. that we're used to, you know, breaking it. And um, it, yeah, some of the stuff that we grew up with, it's it's nice. It's la cultura, lo que sea. Pero like some of this shit, it's like, nah, man, we yeah. got we to gotta break that cycle. That's right. And when you're talking about being down for the culture, I associate a lot of that to that. So there's some things that I know that trauma is associated with it. So mm-hmm. I'd rather not engage and I've shifted the way I think and some of the things that I do and the music that I listen to because some of those things are triggers and you don't know until something comes up. And so it's easy for me to completely disassociate mm-hmm. from it because that to me is very much tied to my family culture, our aspect. And so it's painful. And some of the stuff that hurt you the most. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a beautiful culture as it is, and I love it, and I love my roots, and I've never been ashamed, and I'll never deny it. But there's definitely trauma associated with it, and sometimes I'd rather just not deal. And that's just how I deal with it personally. I was going to ask you, are you still, like, are you seeing someone now to talk about things like that, uh, to deal with trauma um, that's Mm -hmm. left over from that situation? Um, Little by little, it's hard. And that's another thing, like mental health in the Latino community and the stigma of, uh, and sometimes we're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm taking care of it. But yes, could I be better? Yes. But sometimes when, as a mom, so many other things take precedence before you take care of yourself. And that's just a fault, like a personal fault of my own. And we need to be okay to make sure that everybody's okay, but we I feel we like moms, man, my wife is exactly like you. Like, yeah. I feel like moms are just like that. They, you want to take kick, care of they, everybody mom else. Kicks in. Yeah. The mom instinct or the mm-hmm. mom superpower kicks in. And it's like, and I'm always looking at her like, dude, but you, you got to be okay to be able yeah. to like, you know. But well, it's good like, that she feels I, that yeah, support oh, yeah. from you. Because sometimes a lot of women don't. They feel like they just have to go like the Energizer Bunny. Go, 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 go. And you don't have that support um, to take care of yourself. I definitely do. But sometimes it's like you have to make it a priority. And mm-hmm. it's difficult. But I definitely believe in, in uh, advocating for mental health and taking care of yourself. For sure. Because who can deal with minor things on their own, let alone some like, like a heavy that. load like this? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, so I think with this, we're going to wrap it up. I know we can definitely keep going. <laughs> we're probably going to stop and then we're going to probably still talk for another two hours. <laughs> um, so we talked about blood is thick in the water for like 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> hey, but it, it, it went <laughs> to something else. I mean, oh, they, I know. Well, you know. Well, it, it all has to do yeah. with it, right? Yeah. When it's like, when when is it too much? When When is right. it like... Talked about Thalia, R. Kelly. Hey. <laughs> a little bit of everything. So this is just a little bit of an oh, example snap. where you can get from for real, for real. Exactly. So definitely go check them out. Out, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, anywhere you can get your app or your um, your uh, damn podcast. It, podcast shit. <laughs> You're not supposed to be cussing. I sir. know, bro. Ah, oh well, eh, oh well. <laughs> um, so we're gonna wrap this up. Um, thank you, Paula, for for thank coming for out here. Me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's not gonna be the so, last time. You, you already know uh, we got plans, and I'm excited for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we really appreciate you coming out. I hope you had a good time. I did. I hope we Thank made you, you feel comfortable. Yes. 
um, we definitely appreciate you opening up to. Um, I know that's something always hard to talk about yeah. for anyone dealing with it. Um, hopefully it does help people that are listening. I hope so. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate you coming out for sure. If, if you want to, um, oh, for sure. Uh, if you want to, your, your Instagram, your put all that up there. I mean, I'll, I'll tag it as yeah. well, but if you want to also... Um, so I'm at uh, Mrs. PPG on Instagram uh, uh, at For Real For Real pod on instagram and for real pod at gmail.com my my skills on facebook I've, i'm not on facebook so that's not one i go to uh but i need to yeah. get so, on it so the uh, go-to go-to is instagram instagram i'm mm-hmm. always there i love all the comments i appreciate the support thank you so much i have you know gotten so many great comments and the girls that um uh, chingona talk about it you guys i just want to say i'm so appreciative knowing like i told you guys earlier i appreciate it just finding this little podcast fam has been so amazing and as draining as this can be it just kind of gives you energy because just finding people that love to do what you do so that's been really really amazing so thank you guys oh you're very welcome thank you yo what's up with the gmail you, you people email you too <laughs> i do i do oh, so shit. i get a lot we of stories ours, bro. <laughs> i used to <laughs> i check it bro. i used to get um <laughs> like stories from from um uh listeners that used to like just wanted us to read like their experiences and their stories mm-hmm. and um read them out on air so i used to do like uh um, listener feedback episodes at the very beginning so oh yeah no like they share and i'll just i love interacting with people and that's a great like so some of the stuff like this and especially in the past podcast people don't necessarily no one wants everybody wants to hear the cheese but nobody wants their business out there you of know course. they're not like me putting their foot in their mouth but um they love to have somebody to chat with and so i love to be responsive and so i yeah that's no, for sure. that's dope so reach out if you yeah, want to reach out if you have experiences or want to share your story with Paula. Yeah, I'm here um, to for listen. real, for real. She'll listen and she'll probably give you some advice. Too. Yeah, and it'll stay in the vault too. Once That's you tell up. me it's not coming out, it's not coming out. I like give cheese me about myself. I don't yeah. do it about other That's people. Dope. So, so this is Compass Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, estamos. Hey, doses. Yeah.